Aloha, thank you for listening to Healing with Aloha podcast. I'm Desmond Hakias. Please follow us on Instagram at Healing with Aloha and also on TikTok, Healing with Aloha. And back to our episode. Aloha, guys. Thank you for joining us here with Healing with Aloha podcast. I'm the host, Desmond Hakias. On this podcast, we talk about grief, we talk about mental health, we talk about healing, and we also talk about living your life with passion. Um, today's guest I have is Jason Lattice, and he is uh, of Quantum Body Performance Coaching. He has been an adventure for, th- um, for three decades. That's the Listen, okay. <laughs> he has personally guided many. It's also old. <laughs> um, he has personally guided many Fortune 500 CEOs and major business owners on custom adventures across the globe. He also personally coaches many traveling entrepreneurs to help them stay mentally and physically fit while traveling and running their businesses. He enjoys helping people feel good in their skin again, and perform better in their personal and business lives. So I'd like to give a warm welcome to Jason. Um, aloha, Jason. Aloha. Thank you so much, guys. Mahalo for having me on today. You're welcome. Um, the one thing that um, I wanted to share that we both have in common is, so I'm on the island of Kauai. I was born and raised here, but we both, um, not at the same time, we both actually lived on Maui. Yes. Yes, and I miss it tremendously. <laughs> <laughs> um, so tell us um, a little bit about yourself and, and what is this quantum body and, you know, what led oh you down this? Well, it's interesting, and that's, a, that's such a big question. So feel free to cut me off if I, if I go too long. But um, as, as we've discussed in the past, I was, when I was a child, I could see energy and I could see auras and also what I called at the time angels right? And they, and be able to communicate. And with that, it, it really changed my view of the world. Um, my fiance, Joy, has really helped me understand that. She goes, you don't understand. I'm like, how can people not see this? She goes, you don't understand. You see things very differently. <laughs> um, shortly out of high school, as you know, I was meditating and I had my first experience of actually popping out of my body and observing myself from above. Well, when I did that afterwards, you can imagine I'm 18, right? I'm still young. I'm still learning. And I realized afterwards, as I was ruminating on it, there were no eyeballs up there. The eyeballs were in my body. So who's the observer? And that's when I really, really started looking at the world from a totally different standpoint and seeing things. And I'm fascinated how everything around us is made of energy. Once you learn to see auras and things like that, it changes the way you interact with things and view things. So I, after I moved to Maui, um, I actually became a personal trainer because I was always into fitness and people were always asking me to help them get fit. So I studied more, became fascinated with how our body works. And as I got more and more into it, um, I started my adventure company in Maui and that put me in front of thousands of people, not just from my little town, wherever I was from, but people from all over the world, different cultures, you know, every shape, size, color, type of person you can imagine. So now I became fascinated with people, 
really? Like, what makes them tick? Why can I ask 10 different people the same question and I get 10 different answers? Right. So that's when I started getting into understanding the brain and programming your central nervous system and how we were programmed as children and how everybody is completely, even though we're born into a very similar body, we're programmed completely differently by our caregivers. So Mm. in my 30 years of coaching, where I'm going is really, I take it from not only an energetic level to a biological level for health, but also your brain and your central nervous system. So I find myself when I was younger, I did more personal training and things like that. Of course, lots of energy. And it moved to custom adventures um, where I traveled, you know, globally with different people. And I've been to my favorite, I've been to Africa and climbed Kilimanjaro a couple of times, one of my favorite places on earth. Um, but I do a lot more regulation work now with people. It seems like anxiety is rampant. And yeah, so I'm finding myself now incorporating everything because of course, getting healthier helps you. You know, understanding your brain helps understanding your central nervous system, which is what regulates your anxiety. Once you understand these things, I like to help people that are dysregulated kind of find balance, become more regulated and seek that peaceful homeostasis state. (laughs) Does that make sense? Yeah, no. And um, it's healing. And so basically you said like a lot of times people can be um, imbalanced and so teaching them tools and how to to get themselves to to be balanced because we're in an imperfect world and things are coming up and you know we're constantly bombarded with the news and just everything that is bad that it it reinforces anxiety within us and then it can lead to us feeling depressed you know what I mean yeah and I think Oh, can you tell us like why it's important for us to be aware when we become imbalanced and you know what what do you recommend like tools I mean I know you can you, there's a lot well that's but- where I was going yeah it's so and that's how I don't have a 10-step program I believe I don't believe anybody's broken I believe we're all whole and perfect Mm. We just have some scars and some calluses that we need to deal with. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's really bringing you back to balance. And we live in such a crazy world. It seems like every year now, it just gets crazier. Um, And we won't get into that side of things because that's another rabbit hole. But uh, people get um, depression and anxiety, PTSD, a couple of the, the words we hear more and more of now. Um, it's really people being dysregulated mm. and out of homeostasis or balance, right? Yeah. And we've, we've, you've probably heard the saying, um, they say it's a Buddhist saying, but it goes back thousands of years. If you're depressed, you're living in the past. You're focused yeah. on the pains of your past, hoping they won't reoccur again, or you're replaying those movies in your head, right? So that depression is keeping you in that pain. In that mm-hmm. place. generally, when you're in anxiety, you're worried about a future that hasn't happened yet. So depression, you're living in the past. Anxiety, you're living in the future. You're not even present. Mm-hmm. And so that's where a lot of the dysregulation comes in. A lot of anxiety isn't what's happening to me right now. It's I'm really worried about what's going to happen tomorrow or, or in the next 10 minutes. Or it's trying to figure out the future. 
And that's your imagination. Mark Twain said it best. He said, you know, I had, had so many stressful events and in my life, um, thank God most of them were in my imagination, you know, and it's, it's true. If you think about it, most of our anxieties were stressed about what's going to happen. Yes. Well, we, can, we don't have any control over that. So it's kind of letting go of control and understanding that my power is being here right now. So when people are in depression or in anxiety or both, I try to help them find tools depending on their unique um, situation yeah. to bring them back here. And that's where, like you mentioned, meditation is tremendous. Yeah. And you do a lot of breath work. Um, yeah. Well, breath work's interesting. Um, the tears, when we have trauma, the tears that we don't shed are shed by our organs. So we tend to, we're taught to just suck it up, buttercup. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Where, you know, you're on stage, put on your mask. And, and that's okay. Because sometimes you're around, your, you're in front of your children. You need to be somewhat regulated. You need to go to work. But when, when you're not around your children or you're not at work, you need to take the time to regulate, to experience, to yeah. allow yeah let go and allow um because when we hold that in emotions i like to look at emotions as children they're they're in our body they're in our muscles they're in our organs you know half of the disease which is just this ease in your energetic body is from that dysregulation and breath work i found really helps start to bring those emotions up even someone who's never done breath work before we start to do it, they start getting tears. And I have to remind them, don't try don't and figure scared. out what it is. Yeah. What's that? Don't be scared. Yes. Don't be scared, but don't try and figure it out. Just let it come up. Let it come up. And emotions are like children. They need your attention. But if they get just shushed off, come back later, they will come back louder and at a way more inopportune time. <laughs> and and if you don't deal with them they will keep coming back until it becomes disease and so with the breath work once we do that i teach them how to allow really as the emotions come up send them love thank them for the experience and let them go wow but don't try to judge them or figure them out there's nothing worse than your 14 year old daughter coming to you and you judge her and tell her what she's thinking how well does that work? <laughs> and it doesn't. You'll be safe. They'll go right back into your, you know, liver or wherever they're stored. And if you can learn to thank them, appreciate them, and let them go, it's just like a child that gets hurt on the playground. You give them a hug and tell them, oh, my gosh, high five. That was amazing. They run off and play. If you get all freaked out about it, they get freaked out. So <laughs> it's, it's the it's same thing. Emotions are children. And if you... Just appreciate them, love them, and let them go. They'll go play, and they'll leave you alone. You know, I wanted to to. Um, I've never had someone explain it in that way, and and I, I think it's it's beautiful. I hope it makes sense. No, no, no. It, it makes sense. Um, uh, the the suck it up part, I I can relate because yeah. sometimes people um they don't like to see you in pain. Yeah, and so it's easier for them to expect you to just like act like you're okay. But if you're not okay, like you said, and you don't feel safe to 
be able to release that part of you, you, you get backed up. Yeah. You well, know? that's what fit. You do. You get backed up and you get that clogged emotions. And, and that's why in my work, I remind people, if you start to cry, please let it go. Let it go. You're in a safe place. Cry. That's the most beautiful way to cleanse that waterfall on your face that's just clearing and cleansing. Um, but as soon as you try to judge it and figure it out, mm-hmm. it closed back up again. You know, little snail comes out of the shell. It's like poking them on the antenna. They go back inside. Yeah. You gotta allow. And if you continue to allow, um, and then that's where I explain more in my personal work about the central nervous system, what's happening in your body right now, right? Once you understand that, you're able to go, oh, and allow it to happen. You're not trying to figure it out. And then we go into a meditation where we can drop into a lower brainwave and actually start to rewrite that program and let it go. Mm. So it's a whole healing process. Yeah. And I, and I think like healing um, is it's um, I had spoken to another guest. It's, it's a learning, it's an ongoing process yeah. and you know, like what we talked about, a lot of times people just want this quick fix and just be done with it, you know, but then the reality is yeah. life happens and things pop up and, and learning your, about more about yourself. Uh, one of the things that um, I appreciate that you shared um, um, is having self-integrity and, and really being committed to loving yourself because we can be so committed to, to taking care of everybody else. And we, we weren't taught how to, to take care of ourselves. Yeah. Can you explain to people we were, the value we of most everything? We were only taught our caregivers or our parents' belief systems, right? Mm. And how they dealt with it. And for my case, my parents go all the way back to farmers and pioneers, you know, where if you didn't walk with a permanent limp, you didn't work hard enough in your life and didn't get respect, right? And so we, I came from a really hard background. You know, my, my dad could be building something and hit his thumb with a hammer and he'd just look at it and, you know, and, and suck it up. Right. And so as a, as a child, I was taught that, you know, big boys don't cry and be tough and all of these things. Um, And it does, it, it raises us in, in their belief systems, not ours. And so we really never get to know ourselves. And that's a whole nother course I teach because we aren't ourselves. That's why oftentimes we're like, man, I got a beautiful house, a beautiful family, three beautiful kids. I'm not happy. Why am I not happy? And it's because you don't even know who you are. Mm. You are still trying to please your parents who might not even be on this earth plane anymore. We're yeah. still trying to please them. We're still trying to be that child who's pleasing the parents and it dysregulates us. <clears throat> and as we get into Hey, I know it's a long answer. I'm, I'm horrible with short answers. Oh, um, no, I, I, I'm listening. I, I enjoy this. It's every cell in our body has intelligence, right? And your cells listen to you. Your DNA is programmable and it's reprogrammable, but it's programmed by that inner child when you were learning mm-hmm. these things as a child. And that's why we repeat patterns. Oftentimes, we repeat patterns that are based upon our childhood behaviors. But in the self-integrity part, oftentimes we make promises to other people. 
and we don't follow through or we make promises because we're under pressure just to kind of get out of the situation and, and we never follow through. That's integrity to others. Mm. Your cells have intelligence. They're listening to you. They're wondering why you promised this and you're not following through. Also with the fad diet, with the, you know, whatever I just bought on Instagram and, and it's going to fix me by Thursday. Yeah. Buy it. And I set it aside and I don't do it. Well, we get excited in that moment, right? And whenever you get excited, your cells are always listening to you, but excitement is what programs them. And so when you get excited about something, they get excited. <laughs> when you don't follow through, they wonder why. Well, mm-hmm. they're always listening. You're the CEO of this corporation. You're the captain of this boat. You're the God of these planets, these cells, however you want to look at it. Mm-hmm. They listen to you. And so if you keep saying, I'm going to do this tomorrow, I'm going to do this tomorrow, I'm going to do this tomorrow, pretty soon you don't feel very good about yourself because you keep, well, I'll use the word, you keep lying to yourself. Right. And your cells are no different than employees. And the CEO keeps saying, we're going to have a company party. We're going to do this. We're going to paint. We're going to change the building. We're going to do all these great things to grow the company and everybody gets a raise. Well, it never happens. Mm. So after a while, the employees don't trust you anymore. So integrity is your cells not trusting you. Self-integrity, your cells start, that dysregulates. You're no longer congruent. So you're not congruent. Your thoughts and your cells are no longer congruent. You start to find that separation of mind, body, spirit. And Mm -hmm. that's where self-integrity, you know, will dysregulate you. Does that make sense? Yeah, no. And I think, (laughs) like um it's important because we were talking about like like the healing and um the you know like when you're you're dealing with things in your life um to to really love yourself and have integrity to yourself that uh, you do have to be willing to say no to people and sometimes you can feel like you're disappointing you're betraying them you're whatever but then like if you can't um love yourself enough to have the the ability to say no to people to commit to things that you don't even want to do you know what I mean um then you you end up hurting yourself well no is taken on kind of a bad connotation um saying no is kind is a negative no it's not a negative no yes is and no there's no such thing you know yin and yang and if you really look at that balance you know, it can't all be yes. Yeah. You can't accomplish it. You know what I mean? So when you give a hundred yeses, but only accomplish 10 of them, your self-integrity is off. Your mm. integrity is off. Your balance is off. And that's where people need to understand that it's okay to say no. No just means maybe I don't have time. Great. I don't have time in my schedule right now. Um, and that's okay. You know, no is okay. And it's the boundaries. They always talk about boundaries make children feel safe. Mm-hmm. But it makes us feel safe too, you know, yes. because if we go to bed at night, knowing there's no way I can accomplish all of these things I've made promises for and to myself, and I'm going to lose 30 pounds by Thursday. Oh my gosh. What's that? That's anxiety. Now you're mm-hmm. going off on your future that you have said yes to that you know you can't accomplish. So you've just created your own anxiety. Yes. Yeah. 
And no. So- and, and a lot of times we, we don't realize that because maybe we weren't allowed to say no as children. Exactly. Right. Like, mm-hmm. parents, like caregivers. They, they tell us, this is our caregivers tell us when I tell you to do this, you don't tell me no, you do it. Right. And so you know, depending who you are and like how you were taught, uh, we we can be that way as as adults. But then it's like, oh, like you said, you're the CEO of your body, and and being able to as much as you want to people please, it's, it's it doesn't work. Exactly, you, you create that anxiety because you fear like ah, they're gonna think whatever you yeah. want that you think you fear they think badly of you whether it's at work whether it's in your family in your relationships and whatnot and there's that this regulation and so even for me it's like um I've been able to to say no and let go of commitments to things that I you know I want to do it but I I I have a desire to focus on other things and it's okay it's okay and it's okay. And that's where um, the term often gets overused or misunderstood is if you want to change the world, you got to start here. Mm-hmm. You know? And you've got to change this. You've got to allow this. You've got to allow <clears throat> yourself to regulate because you can't, you know, the term that's used a lot here in Utah is my bucket's empty because I keep giving out all my, <laughs> everything to everyone else and then it's empty and there's nothing left for me. <laughs> mm-hmm. And yeah. I'm empty. So, and then now let's not say don't help anyone because of course that's very fulfilling and there's an energetic exchange, but it's finding once again, and I know I do this a lot, but I was trained in the martial arts uh, <laughs> at a young age and it was really just finding that balance, the mind, body, spirit balance. And when you can start to bring that back, you know, and that's why I use the term dysregulation. When you get triggered, you dysregulate. And yeah. you respond from that childhood place, as we've spoken about in the past. Um, I won't get into now because we don't have time. But once you understand how your program was written by a child, right, and how that programmed your brain, your neural pathways, and how those are automatically tied into your central nervous system, once you kind of understand how all this works, you can kind of go, ah. You know what I mean? You can learn these little little ways to go, oh, okay. You mean (laughs) if I just breathe from my nose to my belly button, deep breaths, it's going to calm my central nervous system, which is going to calm my brain. And that's why 10 deep breaths from your nose to your belly can calm you down. You know, but once you understand, you hear it so often, just breathe, just breathe, that it's almost <laughs> annoying, like stop telling me to breathe. But when you understand, oh, that's what it does. Oh, okay, cool. I'll breathe. Because now I know. It's like telling a kid to do something, but never telling them why. Yes. You know, once I explain to my clients how it works, they go, oh my gosh, that makes sense. And the funny thing is, a lot of those anxieties and depressions take care of themselves because you start to self-regulate, you start to understand what's happening in here. We were just mm-hmm. never taught these things. Yeah, the the ability to to be present. Yes. At this moment, um, I I've had to learn to, to when I start feeling anxiety about the future for whatever reason, right? My son, you know, life and whatnot, and I've learned that. Um, when I get 
if that pops up, whatever happens, then we'll do it then. But it hasn't, it hasn't happened yet. Well, a great practice is to remember some of your stressors. We have them every day. But what was that horrible thing you imagined was going to happen and catch on fire and ruin your life? And well, 99.9% of the time, it never happened. Mm. And so that was just wasted energy. And that's mm. why, you know, your energy needs to be right here. We've all heard be in the now. You know, it's yeah. like, it's just cliche now. It's like, okay, yeah. whatever. you know, whatever. What does that even mean? You know, be in the now. You know, you're just saying it because you saw it on TikTok. But it's what <laughs> you understand, your power is here. Mm. If, if look at a pie chart um if 60 percent of my energy is in depression it's in the past it's mm. all in the past so my energy is being drained from right now to the past i got mm. another 20 percent of my energy freaking out about the future that's being drained into the future so i've only got like 20 percent of my energy right now mm. we wonder why stress ptsd anxiety makes us exhausted it's because we're wasting energy on our imagination. The past is a vapor. It's done. It's not going to happen again. It, it's gone. But if we're, if we have a ton of energy there, the future hasn't happened yet. It's your imagination. You might as well imagine something good. If you're going to make it up, why don't you make up good stuff? You know, and that's why we're sitting here running on 20, 30% of our energy. Mm -hmm. If we stop focusing on this and bring energy here, when we stop focusing on this side and bring the energy here, we become more whole and we automatically have more natural energy, life force energy. Yeah, and, and I, I, I think, you know, for us and our listeners, like it's, it's more beneficial for us to be whole yeah. and to be centered. And it's better for everybody else when we're whole. <laughs> yes, I, I, I did this post about how like uh, it's a gift to others. Like when, yes. you know, like when we work on ourselves, like when we, when, when we heal ourselves, it's a gift to others. Yes. And it's like, hmm, what does that mean? It's like, yeah. um, you know, when you take the time to, to really like and love yourself and, and do the work to heal, um, then a healed person heals others yes. too. You Just know what I mean? Your presence, what you radiate. Um, I work with different sales teams, teaching them how they cellularly communicate to people. I'm mm -hmm. teaching them how to, not to sell, <laughs> how to communicate with integrity. Because someone can walk into a room and you're like, oh my gosh, I want to meet them. They're just full of energy. Doesn't mean they're all, they might be calm, didn't say a word, but you're just like, man, you got a really cool vibe, right? Um, or someone walks in, you're like, oh my gosh. And they bring the energy of the room down, but you feel it. Okay, so think about how you react. If you walk into a room completely depressed, you're not raising the energy of that room. Our cells communicate constantly at a distance. Our heart, our electromagnetic field, you know, and I'm not going to talk about it like foo-foo energy. You can measure it in a hospital. You know, they can measure your brain waves electrically. They can measure the magnetic resonance of your heart. These are real things. So if you take a magnet into a room, other magnets are either attracted to it or rejected by it, depending on its north or south pole. You're no different. So if you walk into a room or you're in someone's presence and you're trying to help them, if you're completely depressed and drained, how much help are you going to be to your friend who's sad? 
You know, mm -hmm. if you are regulated and your energy is balanced, you just being in their presence will raise their energy. It, it's, we're all batteries. <laughs> it's amazing. And when our battery's full, we fill other people's batteries. Yeah, no, I, I agree. Um, it, I don't know. I, I just think that it's, it's important for us to, to, to learn how to de, um, to regulate when we feel this deregulated and 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 i think it's it's okay for us to be human and we are gonna not be we're gonna be deregulated and there's gonna be things that happen um but learning how to to find yeah our way back it's true yeah and um one of the things i wanted you to, to share um that we talked about um recently is um that one percent change uh, uh yes well, I, I like to use the example Archimedes said, <clears throat> you know, give me uh, a lever long enough and I can move the earth. Because if I have a lever this long, I'm not going to be able to move that, lift that car. But if I have a lever that's, you know, a quarter mile long, once you lift it, at the end of that lever, you can move tremendous. You have tremendous leverage, really, is what you have. And um, as I said to you, if I'm in Utah now, and if my plane takes off from here and it's one degree off, well, one degree, big deal. If I'm flying to Salt Lake City, no big deal. I'll still get there. But if I'm flying to Maui, I'm going to miss the islands completely. And that works in two different ways. I can miss my course, or if I'm looking to make change, if I make a one degree change, well, yeah, it's not going to be um, like someone trying to sell me that beautiful box of red pills that'll you know have me lose 30 pounds by Thursday <laughs> because there's we're so used to being sold things for immediate change immediate change mm -hmm. well if it took me 30 years to get here you know have some patience with yourself mm -hmm. if you make that one degree change as long as you stay on course over time that's an enormous change a year later oh my gosh you know and then once that in within 30 60 days or even sooner that can become a habit make another small change. If you consistently just make small changes, really small changes in two years, you're a completely different person, radically different person. And people are like, oh my gosh, what'd you do? You know, they're like expecting that you bought some magic program or magic. <laughs> I no, I just made very small clickable changes, but I stayed with it, which is back to the self-integrity. I stayed integrous to myself. I made a promise to myself and I kept it. Yeah, no. And, and I really appreciate you sharing that because having that integrity to yourself, um, being willing to make small changes and, you know, going against what everybody says, like, oh, you have to big impact, big this, big that. I know. But like how you said, like um, small changes move the needle, you know, it, it, and it can go a long way. And everybody is constantly having to make decisions um but like realizing what is that one small decision that's going to help you to learn how to regulate yourself because if you cannot navigate yourself and you know who do you think you are trying to navigate other people how to yeah. live their lives and whatnot but being aware how to to do that for themselves um can you tell people um how is the best way for them to connect with you um i know you're in utah but um, I'm in Utah. Do you do stuff virtually also sometimes? Yeah, I Zoom just like this. I I, I 
do more and more. Well, ever since COVID, <laughs> this yeah. has become a normal way to, um, to coach. So I coach a lot of people on Zoom, um, in person if you're here. But of course, some of my clients, my clients, well, are across, excuse me, across the globe. So it's amazing how Zoom has allowed me to coach, you know, globally now. Um, and then I also have courses. Um, and I also have some courses that I used to do live that a lot of people have asked me because they can't make that course is to package it. So I'm going to be packaging a lot of these courses. Nice. Um, but really a great way to reach out to me, find me on Instagram, just my name, Jason Lattice, J-A-S-O-N-L-A-T-A-S. Um, you'll find me, Jason Lattice, Quantum Body. Um, my website is Jason Lattice, but I prefer the social interaction. You know, um, find me on Instagram, hit me up and we'll chat, you know, and see if it's a fit. And that's how I, I get most of my clients, honestly. Yeah. Well, I'm so thankful um, to, to have met you. Um, I yeah. think we... We, we need to be able to learn how to, to heal and, and to help um, maintain and, and manage ourselves. Because like we talked about earlier, it's like the world is constantly in motion and things are happening. But uh, what would you want people to understand is that like have integrity and love yourself yeah. and to be able to, to know that, yeah, yes, you are taught these things, how to live and how you can change it. And, and be able to, to go about it differently. Yeah. And the beautiful thing is you're in Kauai, so you can more easily than some of the people on the mainland get out in nature. But honestly, as often as you can, you know, it can be as simple as taking off your shoes and walking in the grass, you know, and that's grounding. I won't get into that, but that helps tremendously. Breathing, grounding, and interact with nature as much as you can because nature is where we find balance nature is balance and so when we spend time in it our energy starts to match that energy and uh you know it's beautiful no it is and um yeah. i think grounding is is important and and we need to to be grounded because we're not going to always be able to control the outside but internally we can start um making ourselves aware and, and grounding ourselves you know what I mean and so we were taught to try and control everything out there and really control this and when this changes that'll change you're the projector of your world and work on the projector and you're going to change the movie and 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 that's a great way um to end it guys thank you so much for joining us um get to know jason uh, i have the information for you to to get to know and connect with him and if you haven't already please subscribe to healing with aloha you guys have a great day aloha thanks jason <laughs>